You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio with guest number 589 for Saturday, April 30th, 2016. Tonight, brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's OutMotoring.com. Hey everybody, DB in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the World Famous Ride with Radio. Running a little late this week. We appreciate your patience in that. Uh, we had to wait for Todd to bounce and stumble his way home from Las Vegas, from um, back to Kansas, through the storms and everything. Uh, of course, Todd from MotoringStripes.com. Todd, say hi. Uh, I am back. I'm safe. Safe and sound in uh, Lenexa, Kansas. I still say that sounds like you know some kind of prescription medication to fix your junk. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, Alex with us too, but he's on mute because he's eating dinner. I am not on mute anymore. Oh. And, uh, and tonight for uh, White Wolf Radio's Shrink Hour, we're sitting down with Todd Pearson to have him talk to us about his addiction to buying a mini every 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it be a very interesting show. It'd be a lot of fun this evening. Um, and of course, I'm joining you as well. So yeah. Anyway, uh, I have to say, speaking of weather, that the weather in Arizona has been really weird, but it's actually gorgeous this week. We've had like 70s all week. It was funny. We went to Vegas hoping for really nice weather, and it was. It was not hot, but was- yeah, but it was um, the, the second day we were, were in Vegas. We got up in the morning, and it was like 53 degrees and raining. Oh, yeah. And it never it never got over 60 that day. Everybody's walking around with like scarves and parkas on. Well, well yeah, because it's the middle of the desert, dude. We don't know how to deal with that. I know. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought Man, it was- I'm busting out my coat. Yeah, I thought it was wonderful, but um, yeah, everybody in Vegas was freezing. It's so. funny. I'm uh, going to uh, so last th- this weekend. I was in uh, in New York for the Passover celebration, and then a couple of days in Boston for work. Um, when you live for some time in California, for some time by that I mean three weeks in a row, <laughs> you really appreciate the uh, the weather difference. Like I was really happy to come back home after those couple of days on the on the East Coast. Uh, it wasn't bad, but it's just like it's just. I don't know, San Francisco, there is some certainty about the weather in San Francisco that we yeah. don't have it's in Boston. 80 degrees every day. <laughs> oh, Alex, you know what I forgot to I forgot to ask you and remind you about is you know you have an experience yet. Nope. What is it? Earthquakes. No, oh, yeah. Nice. That's, those are a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm sure they well, are. You're gonna enjoy the hell out of a good yeah, your first one will probably be like a three two to a four oh, just a just a baby little shaker, nothing major. But it is gonna scare the pants off of you. <laughs> You're gonna think the world is coming to an end. And you know what? You'll look it up and you'll be, Oh, it's three two. Oh my god, three point two, that's huge. And it's like, no, dude, three point two. <laughs> three point like just it's like a little bit of rain. It's funny you saying that because um, so the other day I was thinking about it and I'm like mm, maybe there is the same notification system as we have in uh, in Boston for snowstorms, right? So you receive like texts from the I don't know from the weather National Weather know. Service, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Plus the you know the Massachusetts um, um, the emergency Massachusetts alert authorities, yeah. Yep. And uh, I was kind of trying to look the same like mobile notification from earthquakes and I couldn't find anything. So if anybody knows. That kind of stuff exists. Uh, by no. the time by the time it happens, it's too late to notify you. That's and the thing. They didn't no. predict it like a tornado's coming, you know. Yeah, there's no prediction for earthquakes. They can they can they can, but it's like five or ten seconds before it happens. That's right. Okay, so you already you know. Okay. Yeah, you already know. Like, it's too late. Yeah, because <laughs> somebody's watching a cat freak out or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. animals know when it's going to earthquake before it does. Like usually a full minute. Like animals, uh, cats yeah, get, and get yourself a bird, you know. Yeah, get yeah. it. Get a cat, 
<laughs> are freaking out. It's like, oh shit. It's going to go hide under the couch. You know. Duck and cover. Yep. In the doorway or under a sturdy table. Go in the bathtub, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen San Andreas? No, I haven't. No. Yeah. It's the, the one thing you don't want to see. You don't want to watch if you're moving to the West Coast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. Word exactly. The There's actually a movie from the 70s. I think it was called Earthquake. It was Earthquake. It was the early 70s. It was so yeah. good. It was awesome. I love the disaster movies yeah, of the because early. Because be, the 70 70s disaster movies were awesome, but Earthquake it had it featured like an earthquake that lasted I'm I'm not kidding, like the entirety like of 45 the minutes. It was a 45 minute long earthquake. <laughs> the earth would have split in half. <laughs> And it would have been two separate planets if it would have actually gone on that long. It was so funny. Good cheese movie. What was the one with the big ship? The Poseidon Adventure? Oh, the Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, we had all the disaster movies of the 70s. The Poseidon Adventure, Airport, yes, uh, Airport. Earthquake. The Tower. Airport? What was it about? Like an airport airplane and stuff? I don't yeah. remember exactly, but yeah. The was... first one, there was like a, a, a bomb on a plane that goes off, yeah, and they have to land the plane. Wasn't there one with a tall building? Yeah, the Towering Inferno. Oh, Towering Inferno. Paul, Paul Newman was in that. Of course, everybody was in those. Like O.J. Simpson and Paul Newman. and Burrow, I think, was in most of those as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like It was like watching a, an extended version of like the Love, love Boat. Boat. Yep, yep. <laughs> Are you for real? Like O.J. Simpson was in a movie? Yes, yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, in a couple of movies. Pull up on his IMDb page. Yeah. How yep. come he was in movies, this guy? Like, he really did movies? Yes. He was in... Um, Capricorn 1. Capricorn 1. And he was in an airplane movie, the first one? Hmm. Um, okay. He was in. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Should look it up. But this isn't the movie show. This is the Mini Cooper store. We yes. talked about Mini Coopers and bicycles. <laughs> so for those of you, just because I mentioned, for those of you who aren't keeping up with the Motor Trend podcast, a couple episodes ago, they were actually talking about bicycles. And go over and listen to Sean's take on riding the seven thousand dollars bicycle. It's electric. Anyway, it's a good time. Let's check it out. But we're not going to talk about that. We have uh, stuff from Motoring File, a little bit of news from Motoring File. Uh, Todd found some good links for us to talk about tonight again. And, of course, we'll get the full update on the mini happenings at Casa de Pearson. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a revolving door of minis around here. door of Mini Coopers happening at Todd's house. Um, and actually a new thing that I'm trying in my car that you guys might actually be interested in. We're going to get to all that here in a little bit. Before we do, let's start off with one of the sponsors here underneath the white roof. Our friends over at outmotoring.com. So you guys probably already got the email, and if you didn't, I want you to click over to outmotoring.com and sign up because if you got the email, you're going to see that, I mean, he's already got F56 stuff, the red slat grill cover, the little slat that you can actually, he's got the red ones. You can go over and get them. Done and done. Free ground shipping if you order more than $195 worth of stuff. Save 5% on your order when you get the email because you get your own coupon code, right? 200 new products added each and every month. Super awesome stuff. That red slack grill cover, he also has it for the paceman and the countryman. Just saying. I mean, it really jazzes up the front end of your car. Not only that, um, what else is going on featuring this month? M7 parts, the Vortex hood scoop, and the intake. All that and so much more. And all you have to do is click over to outmotoring.com. Uh, you know, springtime's here. We're getting ready to get ready for summer. You know, it's car season. It's car event season. You want your Mini looking as best as it possibly can. Outmotoring's got you covered. Full line of car care products. You know, wash it, wax it, polish it. Do all the things, right? Super awesome. Not only that, but all of the really cool personal things for your body. The lifestyle products, the shirts, the hats, the shoes, watches, all those things. Done and done. And you DIYers, Aaron's got you covered too. Uh, oil change kits, all the parts you need to repair your Mini, uh, including the Hayes manual. 
you can pick it up there. So it's like, oh, that's what I need to fix my mini. Hayes manual, and then you go back to Outmotoring, order all the parts. Done, done, and done. Outmotoring.com. Go over there, check it out. Don't forget, like I mentioned already, sign up for the email newsletter so you get that magical 5% discount code, um, which is super handy. Don't forget also, free shipping if you spend more than $195. Don't forget also that Outmotoring is one of the original sponsors underneath the white roof. They've been helping us out practically since we started. Not only us, but Gabe over at Motoring File since before it was called Motoring File. Aaron's been around forever, going to be around forever, hooking you up with all the greatest stuff for your Mini Cooper. All that over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and uh, right tie rod. That's uh, Outmotoring.com. Speaking of uh, Outmotoring, uh, <clears throat> so to tell you, uh, everybody's listening, Like I was exchanging with uh, my friends here. Uh, about car covers and because I know that out motoring like it's got them all I was kind of very disappointed by the uh, by the overall choice that we have in car covers for uh, for the for the newer generation mini hmm. yeah that, that that goofy one with the sunglasses yeah it's pretty weird it's really weird yeah I don't like that one at all I thought I thought it was one with um, like a JCW one that was that I couldn't see on his website but was all green with a z- kind of a zipper, you know, drawn on it. I don't oh, know that, if you guys remember that, this. Well, that's from the R50, R53 days. I won't yeah, okay, okay. It was a really nice one, this one. Yeah, you well. should do it again. Yeah. You can always get somebody to make it for you. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. are companies that do... That There's do companies custom. that'll do custom car covers. Yeah, that's all they do is make car covers. You just tell them what kind of car and they'll make yeah. it for you. You choose the material, the color, all that stuff. Yeah. Cool. It's not cool. cheap, but I mean... There, you can get them in all different materials for different levels of protection, mm-hmm. you know, including go full like do something like full bubble, so it's like in a hermetically sealed plastic. Bubble. <laughs> do they, you think they do one against uh, earthquakes? No, uh, no. Damn it! No, you're screwed. You'd have to <laughs> special. Cave. That's why your insurance is so expensive. Out You'd there, have Alex. to have an exoskeleton like the Jeep guys do, where they put the roll cage on the outside of the car. <laughs> 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 So instead of the roll cage being on the inside because race car, you'd put it on the outside because earthquakes. Yeah. All right. Or I think James May did it too in the Toyota pickup truck when he drove it up to the top of the whatever volcano. Yeah, might have. Anyway. Um, uh, Maestro, please. Boom. Let's we're just going to cruise through news here really quick. And just a, a little tip of the hat. Mini Plan Oxford celebrated 15 years of production. Just last week, I thought that was pretty rad. They did, and and well, fifteen. Impressive feat. They've been building cars at Plant Oxford for fifteen years. Was it? Is it fifteen years? Because uh, that's what they, the, yeah, that's what their the, the press release says. Yeah, they they Which made makes it to, sense because I bought my car thirteen years ago. Well, they made it to the states. It was uh, they went on the sale on sale here in March of two thousand two, right? Uh, when they finally hit. So I'm sure they were making them just before then. So that makes sense. Uh, production line, uh, 26 April, 2001. Yep. Yep. When they started. So go mini plan Oxford. Yeah. Our first year, our first model year in the U S was 2002. Correct. So anyway, 2001s were available, but only in, um, <gasps> pardon me in Europe. There's a lot of anniversaries this year. You know what else? Just, I'm just mentioning this in passing. This is, we haven't talked about it yet. The 10th year, not the 10th time, but, uh, many takes the States started 10 years ago. Yeah. Whoa. 2006. Yes. 2006. You're correct. So it's pretty impressive. More uh, about more Jack about that later. Jack started before then. Yeah. Uh, Ambiv started it before then. Ambiv started in 2004 four or three. Oh uh, no, it was four. 
Yeah. I think it was four. I think it was four. That was the first one where Pendulite came out. You didn't go to that one. And it was at like some random park and it was in yeah. February and it was like cold and windy the entire time. We were at the Stardust. Yep. It was awesome. Back when that existed across the street from the wind where the wind is now. Exactly. But that's that's where the like the the dinner was was at the Stardust. It was a good time. That's we awesome. did a strip cruise the whole bit. Agro and Lad blocking off Las Vegas Boulevard on a Saturday night. It was rad. Good times. Good times. A lot good of thing, time. a lot of things have happened in the last fifteen years and many. That was a good time. I remember that. Yep. Um. So anyway, uh, go plan Oxford. And then the mini JCW team is racing this weekend. For those of you who haven't been paying attention, um, and you'll have this in time. So if you guys did what I told you to do probably like three or four months ago, which is put the IMSA app on your phone or go to IMSA.com, you'll be able to live stream the race, the Continental Tire Sports Car Challenge race from uh, Laguna Seca. It's going to be live streamed to IMSA.com Saturday, April 30th, which is today, um, at 425 p.m. Eastern time. Yes. So you can go watch the uh, JCW team race at Laguna Seca. That's a, that's a fun track. Yeah. It'll be a fun race to watch. You guys should totally watch it. And I've done the watching the races at IMSA.com. It's really, it's a great experience. Yeah, yeah, no, they, do, they do a good job of that. And it's going to be, I'm sure it'll be broadcast later. Uh, it is. It's going to be broadcast May 8th on FS1 uh, at 8 a.m. Eastern. So yeah. you can either watch it Saturday live or you can watch it a week later on FS1. On Fox Sports 1. Right, which if you don't have cable like me, yeah, I'll do it on IMSA.com. Why not? Go. There you go. I'll put it up on the iPad. I'll stream up, you know, beam that over to the Apple TV. I'll watch it on the big screen. Put it on the big sound. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> right. What and if the go? sound's not working, you just make that sound yourself. Just make the sound. Oh, myself. you call DB. Just call me. I'll make the sounds for you right in your face. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, that was that was uh, that was it from MotorFile.com. There's uh, not a whole lot going well, on there. I think but it's interesting. It, uh, there was that really cool in- that interview, the, the 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 article that you sent over. Well, no, no I'm I'm going to go back to this because I think um, this is like one of the biggest things uh, that's happened in a while in many, and it kind of follows up on our show from last week. And uh, it's just a shout out because I think I personally heard from all 175,000 of our listeners last week, <laughs> um, either email, Facebook text message smoke comments signal on, uh, comments in the show notes yes thanks for you know actually jumping in and participating we really appreciate that that was really awesome yeah this is awesome yeah, yeah. i mean I, I wasn't really just having a cranky moment I'm, i was being sincere and i think as as, as much as anything i got thank yous from people for yep. saying what everybody's been thinking for a long time and nobody else had the balls to say it so you know we even got an email from the guys over at the Motor Trend Podcast, speaking of them again. That said the same thing. It was like, you know what? You guys just said exactly what everybody's been thinking for a long time. So way to go. Kudos. So thanks, everybody, for the nice comments. But uh, following up on that, Gabe did an opinion article over at, at Motoring File and uh, was basically on can mini grow sales in the U.S. because they've been floundering. Mm. I All really right. hate those. Uh, by, by the way, I just want to—I don't want to be a hater, but I don't like when an article starts with a question because the answer is always no. Right, right. It's, <laughs> well, I mean, anyway, it's always no. And I, I wish mean, Gabe—it's not no now, but I mean, I'm just saying. I know. I wish Gabe were here because I'd bust his balls on it too. Because he basically said, "Yeah, he thinks the only problem is is that gas prices are too low. That no. that's why mini sales are down." And I think that's—it's one of the things, but it's such a small factor. And every time we make a critic or anything, we try to. Have you know good arguments about it? Try to prove our points with facts and all that, as opposed to just being a bunch of haters. Like you know, sales are going down. It's because of the you know front bumper of the car. 
Yeah. That's that's not what it is. Right. And I think everybody heard that last week too. And it was constructive and I was not trying to be, and I wasn't all completely negative about it too. I, I, I think there's hope there. And I think if you listen to the whole show last week, you hear that, you know, when I get to the point at the end, my whole point was, you know what? I love my new 2016 JCW. It's a great car, but the problems are you have to spend 40 grand to get that. You're going to love every bit of that. And you're going to think you've, you've definitely spent your money well, but not everybody can afford $40,000 for a mini. Not everybody who has $40,000 wants to buy a mini. They're going to go buy something else. Probably. Um, that on top of it, uh, but and if and if I can say one other thing, and this is one that seems to get skipped a lot, mm-hmm. but when we first bought minis for twenty thousand dollars, you could buy an absolutely brilliant to drive little car. Exactly, DB. That is the point where I think where Gabe missed the, out here. The R fifty was a hoot to drive. Absolutely, and a lot of the comments over on this right. article at Motoring File about. You know, yeah. what's the what are the problems? Why are mini sales? Basically, the question is, and it was a car that sucked you in on the first drive. And now yeah. to get that feeling behind a car, you're sitting behind the wheel of your car, which costs 40 grand. Exactly. And and I know my first mini back in 2003 felt indulgent at twenty six thousand dollars because in right. 2003, that was a lot of money, you know, yeah. for a car. You could buy most cars for 13 to 15 grand. A lot of decent cars for that price. Mitsubishi's for less than ten. Yeah, so I I say when people nice. Gabe's defense of, of Mini was well, but look, you know, back in in two thousand two, the Cooper started at like eighteen grand, seventeen grand, something like that, and right. now it's only up to twenty thousand two hundred. That's the base price for this Mini. Now, DB, your point is exactly that of in two thousand two, you could have bought a Cooper. And had a blast with that car. It put a smile on your face. Yeah. Okay? The R50 did all through the entire generation from 2001 all the way to 2006. And I challenge to say you get into a 2015, 2016 Cooper, you know, all things being as equal as possible about the car. Which, and it's a super nice car. It's a nice car, but it's not going to put a... Think, I don't think well, it's a nice car because it's a, it's a very quality product. It's a very nice car. It's comfortable. It drives really nice. But it's not going to put a smile on your face like it did in 2002. It's not fun. Nope. So one thing, though, uh, on the price, I don't <clears throat> I don't think it's necessarily fair to compare on price because if you take into account uh, inflation, and we're about, like, what, 2% like inflation, uh, you get to $24,000. You do, and, and you, my whole point... But you're right, but you're right. For, like, the entry car, it's not fun, which is why, you know, some people sell their car and buy, you know, Rodsters instead. Well, and so, <laughs> shut up. So here, we'll get to that in a minute. Here's or, my here's my point to, like, thinking back to myself in 2003 when I spent 26000 for this. Because that felt indulgent at the time. It felt like a, a pretty expensive car. And then again in 2006 when I bought a GP and spent $31,000, that really felt indulgent. Mm-hmm. But talk about putting a smile on your face. My point to that was... Price has is kind of no object when it comes to something you want, okay? Like, let's say you're going to look at a car and you're like, oh, I know what I can afford, but I want something I like. Okay, here's, right. here's the difference between driving around in like a Ford Fiesta piece of crap or let's say a Nissan Versa today, just as an example. You get right. into a Nissan Versa. It's just a car. It's an appliance, okay? Yes. You get into a new JCW, and the thing puts a smile on your face every time you put your foot down on the accelerator. 
And I say that personally, I am saying that because I do that every day. And I, it puts a smile on my face again, like it did in 2003. That to me is priceless, okay, as an auto enthusiast. Now, I'm not saying that's everybody. A lot of people, and that was my point last week, is saying that minis in general have become appliances and many is marketing them and saying, but wait, but it's premium. It's nice. And um, there was an article over at what car and driver mm-hmm. and they basically ripped the mini, you know, they had a 2014 for a year and said it was in service for 45 days out of 90 at one point. And they right. think that it's a, it's a con job that it's premium because they really think it's, it's cheap and it tricks you into thinking it's premium. I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's, that's what one of the, the articles that thou, you know that's out there said. Mm-hmm. So my point is the fun factor needs to come back to this brand. Right. Um, in one, it needs to be attractive. And it's not unattractive now, but it's not universally attractive like it was in 2002. I would say 90% of people looked at a Mini in the first generation and said, that's a cool-looking car. Right. And now they just kind of look at it and go, eh, it's a Mini. There's nothing. And by the way, special. it still looks very good. I mean, and I'm not, and I'm, and I'm being objective, right? Like it's yeah. still. Yeah. Oh no, it it's still a, it's still a good looking car for for yeah. what's out there on the market today, but I think they haven't done enough. And a lot of criticisms I've read in the automotive press lately are that Mini hasn't done enough to differentiate it from the older cars, because to your average person, they just look at it and go, "Oh, it's a Mini Cooper. I can't tell what year it is." Right. They're not enthusiasts like we are, but they look and go, "It looks just like the Mini from ten years ago." And so a lot of people are like, oh, the trend is over. It's not trendy anymore. Right. And my attitude is it's a little bit of that, but I think if the drivability is gone, you don't get in it and go, holy crap, this is so much fun. I have to have one of these. Right. That feeling isn't there anymore. And, and, and I think that just happened. I call, I call bull crap mostly on the price, too, because I just put together a Cooper, a Cooper yes. um, with everything that Roxy had swapping HK for leather. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, cold weather package, sport package, premium package. And you ended up at twenty six grand, and it's twenty six three fifty. That's a, that was almost exactly the same price I paid for a Roxy. Yeah, so that's not bad, and that's why yeah. I think. So the price is roughly the same for the Cooper. The S is a little bit more expensive, and then we didn't have a JCW back then, so the JCW is quite a bit expensive. But the it's not a price issue with this car. I mean, it might be a little bit, but I mean, twenty six grand well, people, twenty six grand they're going to spend it. The problem is, it's not as fun to drive. Yeah. You get behind the wheel of a twenty six thousand dollar Mini Cooper, then get behind the wheel of a twenty what twenty four thousand Mazda MX five, and oh. tell me which car is going to be more fun. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of cars on the horizon now. The the Ford Focus RS, the uh, the new but, MX five. Saw Hell, the ST Focus ST today. I was blown away. I heard the exhaust and was like, "Oh my god, I want to drive that car." Now it's going to be expensive. It's going to be forty grand. You know, yeah, it'll be yeah. it'll be in the league of a JCW, but it outperforms the JCW. It does zero to sixty in like four point six seconds. Won't, probably oh. won't handle as well, but straight line speed. No, is- it's all wheel drive. It's supposed to be amazing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I read an article this morning about it that was like, "This is the car to wait for 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 right. 2017." But anyway, my point is that to get to that feeling of DB that we all kind of say, and it's obje- it's subjective here, that feeling we got in a 2002, whether it was a, a Cooper or a Cooper S, now I feel you have to get a JCW and you have to spend 40 grand to get that. Okay, <laughs> that's where the price disconnect is. 
Yeah, but it's so, not it's not a, just a mini thing though. Like if you if you look at BMW, if you look boring. at Audi, yeah, absolutely. This is also the same thing. Like you have to spend, you know, to get like, the S line. I mean, the S version of the Audi A4, let's say. And now the RS uh, version. Now it's even gone yeah. further. And, and and the BMW. I mean, I've driven like the 328, which just feels like any other car on the market. Like seriously, it's boring. It's absolutely it's boring. boring. And the 335 is kind of okay, but really, like to have fun, you. It's yeah. unfortunate, but really to have fun, you gotta buy an M3, which is sixty-five thousand dollars. Exactly, and it's and ridiculous. It's the same problem with BMW. They've they've taken the fun out of the entry level version of this car, and I think other cars are going to start eating its lunch. Like I said, look, we've got the, the new MX-5 on the horizon. And based on that, the new Fiat 124 Spider. Yeah. I mean, that's a good-looking car. Yeah. It's not going to have a lot of performance to it, but... And, and you, you got to be a convertible fan. Every, every often, every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. Shane, you can't, you, you can't do anything. But, yeah, you can pull up uh, eBay or Craigslist, and, you know, you could buy a used R50 or R53. So now speak, find those cars with really low miles. Speaking of this, following up on all of this, we here at the Pearson household have uh, put our money where our mouths are. Right. And last weekend, um, I don't want to say it was an impulse, but we did not plan this. But Saturday we traded in the 2014 Cooper on a 2013 uh, Cooper S Roadster. Nice. So. Well and we, we could not be happier around here with that decision. So, Todd, I had a, an ex sad exchange with uh, your lady friend where she explained to me, like, one of the few reasons was uh, the form factor, but also the fact that she really never got over the, you know, the, like, the difference in uh, promise mileage and actual uh, promise MPG and actual MPG that she uh, was achieving, right? She was really and, pissed about that. Yeah, and, and she was, I mean, it was fairly objective. Like, I've, I think I've driven with the end a couple of times. Um, and uh, it's it's not like, you know, she's she's like, <laughs> I mean, there's spirited driving. There's also normal driving, right? But yeah. uh, it's it, what's still, like, like you know significantly below our expectations right uh which is also why like this like this kind of disappointment like never went away since she bought the car well uh, when you buy something that's not extremely fun or it's not high performance you expect it to be economical okay like it was touted you know you bought it on the sticker it said this thing's gonna get damn near 40 miles to the gallon and she was lucky to get 31 average in the thing Wow, which I think was pretty poor. It was it was pretty piss poor mileage, yeah. and so her attitude was, "I'd rather have fun in a car. If I'm going to get, you know, twenty eight to thirty miles to the gallon, I'm going to get this Roadster because it's going to be fun." And sure enough, after a week, it's been nothing but fun. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, the that Roadster, and we've talked about this car before because I I think it's agreed that. The the Roadster S is quite possibly our favorite Mini of all time. It, it it's right up there. It it's might in the top be. three for sure. I mean, uh, my GP is probably my favorite Mini of all time. Which now, uh, I mean, I should out it on the show here. Most people know this, but it is now gone. I no longer am a GP owner. Right. It has gone to uh, a friend in Philadelphia. Yeah, it has gone to a very, very good home. I have visitation rights <laughs> when I go to Philadelphia, <laughs> which is great. So, yeah, that's why Alice was joking. There's been a revolving door of minis here. I get a new 2016. I get rid of the GP. We get rid of the 2014. We've got a 2013 Roadster now. So now we've got two pretty hot cars 
um, in the garage. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The, back to the whole original point, what, what started this is I think we were unhappy enough with the F56 Cooper generation car right? enough to go back and say, I'm willing to go back in time technology. Because that's why Alex said... You know, I sent you guys a message when we were thinking about it. And Alex is like, no, don't do it. I don't like, I think it's a, a backward step in technology. And it absolutely is. Yeah. It, it absolutely is. Like the, the Cooper. But, but yeah, but thinking about it, like I, it was actually a foolish comment because I'm, you know, I'm even thinking, uh, you know, we have, we have those arguments on the, on the show about, you know, CarPlay not being in the, not being available in mini and BMWs. Um, and, and thinking about it, like really on a, on a, you know, maybe using it like on a daily basis. I don't know if I would actually use it, except for having like overcast, you know, right. on the on my screen. I don't think I would use it because, uh, you know, for instance, <laughs> one thing is that neither Google Maps nor Waze are on uh, Apple CarPlay, and they don't want to make them available. So I'm like, I'm still, you know, still makes sense for me to have the GPS. I mean, if I to use my phone as 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 opposed to uh, you know Apple CarPlay in this I, instance. And so I it's think like, it's like even if food would be available, like I would live without it. Like we, you know. Right, and I I would recommend if you have a, a good um you know smartphone, iPhone, Android, whatever. Uh, I recommend a good mount for your car. I bought one for my JCW made by Cuda K U D A, and it's phenomenal. It is perfect. It's ergonomically fit. It's wrapped in black leather. It looks like what? the in, it looks like it's built into the car. What is this? Your phone mount? Yeah, it's a phone mount. It's an iPhone mount for my uh, for my F56 JCW. Nice. It is awesome, and that's what I recommend instead of, like, if you don't have nav, use that because then your audio streams over from navigation, and even in the Roadster, it does. I don't know how this worked, but it's hooked up with Bluetooth, and the navigation came across, well, it's, uh, yeah, it came across audio. I don't know how that worked. It's just magic. I don't know how, it, no, but just, it did. I just got a new mount for my phone, too. I'm, uh, it's actually a system that I'm using on my bicycle. It's uh, called Quad Lock. Mm -hmm. And it's a little giz, and, and you get a special case, and it locks the phone into place. And they've got different ones. There's one for bicycle, one for the car. It's like a um, windshield mount you know, with a suction cup. They've got one for your arm. They've got a tripod mount, all kinds of things. I'm trying it out. Yeah. yeah. And that's only because I have the big monster phone. And otherwise, if you got a iPhone 6 or a 5S or a 5SE, you you get what Todd's recommending or you go over to Craven and you get the FlexPod adapter. Right. The one I have was made for the 6S or the 6S Plus. Right. It, it fits in either one. And the cool thing is, is it plugs in through the bottom of my iPhone. And yeah. the cabling that is built into this is uh it's been apple approved so it was pretty expensive the thing was like 120 bucks for the yeah, whole mount good are though but everything works and is integrated like if you use an aftermarket uh cable for either your iphone or android it will not necessarily work with your mini right you have to use the one that came with the phone so like iphone people you have to use the white one that came with your apple iphone or one that is an authorized you know got the chipset in it because if otherwise you'll plug it into your Mini Cooper and your phone will say, this accessory is not compatible with this phone and it won't charge. This is really annoying, by the way. Yeah, it is really annoying. But it's a licensing thing, you know, with their whole lightning cable, you know, Apple's proprietary. I don't know if Androids do the same thing, but I know it's a problem with iPhone things. So my attitude is don't go buy a cheap cable. Don't go buy a cheap one at the grocery store for $2 because you're like, oh, it's pretty. It's neon pink. 
it, it's not going to work. Right. So anyway, but anyway, so that's what I, I think uh, back to Alex's point of, of like stepping back in technology. We don't miss it. It's got everything. It's got Bluetooth, you know, the phone hey, connect. You've got the drop top with an HK, dude. Exactly. That's deep. DB's dream car. Else. Yeah. <laughs> You've always said that DB. You're like, give me a roaster with HK and I'm in. Roaster with HK and I don't need anything else. I really don't. Give yep. me a nice day. Drop the top. Hook up my phone. Turn on some cranking tunes. See ya. And I have to say that top goes down in five seconds flat. Oh yeah. You release it in five. So you count the five seconds and it's down all the way and you count to five and it's up all the way. Yeah. It's a brilliant car. You guys did well. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or what you paid for. Yeah. Uh, mazel tov then. Yeah. We're, we're very happy with it. And, um, I, I asked her after about three days, I like, do you miss your other car? And she goes, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, what's funny though, too, is, um, I bet you the roadster gets better mileage than the F56. No, it's, well, well, it will when she's calming down and she stopped putting her foot in it. Yeah. If, I, if I'm driving it, it doesn't. Yeah. Because she stops driving it the way you drive it. That maybe. Yeah. And I'm getting the JCW upgrade this weekend. So that's going to improve gas mileage even further because it's going to be able to breathe better. It's going to make it louder. That's all I care. It's going to make it loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's the whole point in following up from last week. And this so whole be article. sure to stay tuned for Wolfcast number 590 when we find out what Todd drives next. Yeah, exactly. And it's, uh, who knows? You know, I just walked through the parking lot at the mini dealer and like, hey. Oh, uh, hey, look, a JCW Pacement. I've never driven one of those. Let's <laughs> put one of those in the garage. <laughs> that is not going to happen. <laughs> no, that is not going to happen. But anyway, it almost it, happened though. It almost happened. What if they it's made it's available yeah. as a convertible. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, <laughs> I can't tell you how many people ask that question at the dealer. Is this coming oh, a convertible? Get out of here. Go to the mall. <laughs> yeah, go to Nissan. Right? <laughs> go to go to go buy yourself a Versa. Go buy a Murano convertible. You, you. don't deserve yeah, exactly. to drive them. You don't deserve to drive a Mini. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, of, uh, yeah. people buying uh, Minis. Um, we're also switching uh, minis in the seatbelt household. Uh, my my mother, as some of you know, like I've been driving my mini since I left for the U.S. back in 2006. This is, um, this is a really sad story. Yeah. yeah. So it's a diesel, right? And so she was at the gas station, like the gas station she always goes to. And then for whatever reason, like they were offering a service that day where they will fill up the, the car themselves uh, for you. And the guy filled it up with uh, regular gas. Destroy the engine. Oh, and so, that, that destroys the motor. If you put regular fuel in a diesel engine, you <sighs> don't, there's no fix. Exactly. You, you can't unring that bell. Exactly. And so, uh, and so they got money from the insurance because, you know, obviously it wasn't their fault. Uh, and plus the car was, what, it's from uh, 2013, so it's 13 years old, right? It's still, it was still running great, by the way, which, is, which makes me even sadder because it was running great. Uh, and now they are hesitating between the R60 Countryman uh, or waiting for the F60 Countryman next year or even the uh, F55. And um, and one thing that uh, my mother mentioned is that she doesn't like the Clement at all. Really? Yeah, what? she didn't like it at all. Like she saw it at the dealership and she didn't like it at all. And she used to drive, she used to have like, you know, golf. So in some of size, like that's what she used to drive. But right. she didn't like it much. I mean, I, I think the car looks really nice, but like she didn't like it too much. Weird. Yeah, she I, preferred the Countryman way better. I don't think I've met anybody that doesn't really like the Clubman. Mm. Like they'll look at it and go, yeah, don't, yeah, don't fancy that. Yeah, the only thing I hear people say about it is it looks huge. 
But they still think it but looks nice. they still think it looks nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she Actually, from you look inside and you're like, oh, this is a super nice car. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Anyway, and so the question for you guys, I mean, you've kind of answered and maybe some people on the audience can, can also pitch in after the show. Um, on Facebook is, um, would you rather buy a, like a brand new Countryman, the R60, uh, 12% off MSRP or wait to get the uh, F60? uh the you know the following year and maybe get a five percent of discount like which one which route would you go i personally would go the uh r60 route because this car has been made in a while now so i think it's pretty rock solid and and 12 percent you know off is also pretty solid yeah. um so yeah, yeah as I much as your yeah as much as your parents drive that like you said I think that's a good deal for now and then wait a couple of years because the Countryman's going to be all new. And remember we had issues with the F56 when it came out in 14. There exactly. was there was how many like like how many stop sales at least two or three. There was like three or four five full-on recalls of the car in the first 6 months. I believe right. there were five in the first six months and I speak from personal experience. We had one. We had a 2014 and it was at the dealer you know, four or five times um, between July right. and December. Right. So uh, I would say they're better off getting the Countryman now. It is a solid car. It's a it's a great car, and for who they are, I that would be my recommendation. And then wait two years, and then maybe upgrade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know they're not like that. You said they're probably going to keep it for ten years. Yeah, for ten years. Yeah, yeah. And it'll be adequate for them for 10 years. They're not tech people, I'm sure. They don't care about car play. They aren't, you know. That's still a good car. And I know I'm the weird one here because I don't mind the Countryman. The only thing I like about the Countryman is it's on the lot looking all antique with the new cars. Yeah. But I still like the way that car looks. Yeah. It's a, and it's I like a good looking way, car. And I like the way it drives. And I like the, the utility of it, even though it's not as utility as a Clubman. But I still like it's got that perceived utility about it. Yeah, that's what I don't see. Like for that, of course, the Clubman's going to be more, you know, more expensive. Mm -hmm. But um, for the utility, I think the Clubman is more comfortable than the Countryman. Yeah, I agree. So I would I would tell them to drive the cars and see which one. Although if your mom doesn't like it, it doesn't matter how it's going to drive. She doesn't like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she kind of... Like uh, and she might like the Clubman better now just to get into it because it's, it's so much taller. It'll be easier for easier ingress and exit. Yeah, yeah, I think it's also it's also because my sister, you know, got married, so she might have a, a child, you know, I mean, fairly soon within the next, I guess, two years. Yeah. And uh, you know, when you're picking up, you know, like baby seats and babies and stuff, like it's when you, you know, I mean, my my mother is not old; she's like 54. Uh, but when you come to a certain age and stuff, like you know, bending all the time to pick up things is not is not great. Which you don't have to do when you're a countryman, right? Because you can just stand up and put right. things in the back and stuff. So uh, right. I think that's also why they're thinking about this. I think that's a good choice for them. That that's my recommendation: is get the existing countryman, take the take the percentage off because that's a great deal. Yeah, yeah twelve percent is a great deal. At the beginning, I was like, so I, because I I started exchanging with the dealership directly because my dad didn't want to take care of it. And so I said, so uh, what else do you have on the lot? He said, I don't have anything on my lot. Like we <laughs> and I said, so this is not, this is a custom order? He said, yeah, it's 12% off a custom order. And I was like, what? Do <laughs> so it. <just> do it. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they sent me the configuration. It was like, you know, the stuff that dealer put in cars that, you know, is really unnecessary. So I was like, this is probably like on the showroom right now. 
And and when I when I realized that it wasn't, I went back to uh, mini.fr and you know did a, like a decent configuration myself, and I was actually under the what the price they what the price they get quoted to them with a twelve percent off discount, and I was like, just take this one. It's it's so it's so much better. Right. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for the advice. Yep. Yeah. Let's take a quick break again. Let's remind you about one of the other sponsors here under the white roof. And we have one more thing we want to talk about. Uh, but let's remind you guys about CravenSpeed. CravenSpeed.com, you guys know them, right? They make all the really cool computer design stuff out of unobtainium and carbon fiber. The stubby antenna, sure, you guys have that already. The dipstick that actually won't break and you can read for those of you that have a dipstick in your car. The platypus mount for your uh, license plate. The FlexPod adapter, all the things. If you and if you're rocking the old R53 and you're going to pulley it, you're going to put a Craven pulley on it anyway. Just go over there and get it taken care of. CravenSpeed.com. Go check it out. They make a lot of other things, so I want you to go through, check out all the whole website. If you decide to buy something, it's really cool. Make sure you leave a comment. Says thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they? They of course being a CravenSpeed. CravenSpeed.com, home of the platypus mount. Also one of the fine sponsors at uh, Southwest Minifest this year, and hopefully. Honestly, just shut Skylar and Jerry up, and will you go register already? Yeah. Oh, my God. You have to do it by tomorrow. Get it done. Okay. Moving All on. right. I'm going to do it tonight because I'm, I'm, really, I'm actually really coming this time. You, so, you uh, have to register for Southwest Minifest by Sunday the 30th, and right, they've been okay. posting about it like 17 times a day. <laughs> it's making me a little nutty. So, everybody, just go register. So, Todd found this uh, article this week. The Kansas City Star, the KC Star. Well, it was a yeah, it was a press. I'm gonna release. call it. I'm gonna call it the KC Star because I, I you guess can I'm more more cool and hip. Um, this was probably came off a of routers or God knows where else. Somebody probably somewhere else came up. But BMW is going to come up with a system that's going to let owners of their cars rent their cars out like an Airbnb service. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I was laughing when I read this. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? That's the entirety of the article. I know we don't even need to read the article because the headline tells you everything you need to know. BMW is going to develop a way that if you buy a BMW car, you will have a method in which you can rent your car to somebody. And they're starting it with minis. Like yeah. it's it, they're, they're going to trickle it down to BMWs, but they want to start with minis. And so my first thought was of all of the people I know who own minis. Now, granted, they're most most of them are are rabbit enthusiasts yes okay not a single one of those persons i know that own a mini right now would allow another person to drive them let alone a complete stranger nope i don't care how much money they're gonna pay you i don't care if it's you know hey you you for a weekend you get an entire car payment out of it they're not gonna do it which is why i thought this was an absurd idea i don't think it's an absurd idea at all okay why not because there's a lot of people out there that aren't enthusiasts. They're the yeah, least. they've got to we'll, be banking on that. Gonna call them, we're going to call them the leasers. We'll call them the people that bought the car because it's cute, but they're not that excited about it. It's an appliance and, for them. Yeah, it's an appliance. And they're going, oh, you know what? That sounds like kind of a cool idea. I'm in. Yeah. And because, yeah. like, hey, I'm going to go to, I'm going to be away for the week. Why not rent my car to somebody else who's going to use it and cover my car payment for the month? Right. I'm a, I mean, yeah. I'm There's, I'm a car guy. I don't think I don't care if it's a mini. I don't care what I have. Chances are I'm not going to want to do this because I know how I treat rental cars. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. you know, I, you never know. 
Like you can get it back and it looks completely normal and everything like that. And they went and did jumps off like they acted like the Dukes of Hazard in your car. And you won't know that for a few months or a few years. Right. So, so to give a, to provide a bit of context, what uh, what Mini is doing is not um, it's not new, right? There are a couple of startups uh, here in the valley and across the U.S. that have been doing this for a while. I think Get Around is one of them, where you just you know make your car available for people to use. Um, and so and so if you're trying if you if you try to piece the things together, the BMW Group has been doing over the past couple of years uh, versus the emergence of uh, services like Uber and Lyft. Uh, you see that they are clearly, you know, trying to investigate ways that they can, you know, uh, like how maybe like a, a brand, brands like Mini BMW can transform themselves given the new uh, dynamics of, you know, in the automotive landscape. Um, and so I, I think, you know, if you guys remember, like Drive Now was launched in London, I think in San Francisco. Uh, I don't know what it came out to do in London, but I know in San Francisco that like, it was closed fairly quickly. Uh, and, and it's funny because I, I, you know, I saw this and I was like, yeah, next time I'm in San Francisco, I'll use it. But uh, I never thought about it. Like I tra- I did like 26 round trips over 2015 and I never thought about it once. Uh, and so that, you know, speaks to the le- to, you know, how you think, you know, you when you think of, you know, transportation without owning a car, I mean, you're going to think first about Uber and Lyft as opposed to, you know, something that is, you know, managed by your brand. Uh, and again, they are trying. They are trying this again with uh, in a, in a different way now, uh, with with having people you know land make their cars available for anyone else to drive. Um, and so, the reason I think it's 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 I think it's an interesting thing because they are investigating like ways that the the brand can you know keep uh, keep existing in the future, in the in a in a Lyft and Uber future, right? And um, and at the same time, like. Uh, uh, you know, a brand like BMW and, and Mini on, haven't had like a great, I mean, they don't have really, they don't have a great uh, experience with services uh, overall. Like I, I actually don't know if there's any Mini or BMW services, uh, even when you break down, you know, it's uh, someone, I mean, they have like deals across the nation. Yeah, with, it's AAA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so it's, it's, it's interesting because they're investigating. So they're being kind of proactive about it, but at the same time, like, they have really like no track record in in offering services and being su- successful at it. I just want to know for this service, how does it differ from renting a car? Like, how, I think it's just faster. I how think is it's it just like the convenience? How is it, it is, any is, faster? Because just for example, um, the last few times I've traveled, right, the rental car facility is at the airport. You fly into somewhere and you take a, a bus ride that is maybe three minutes. And you get off, and um, now it is so fast. Like I use <coughs> Alamo is my uh, rental car company of choice, and I know Alamo Enterprise and um, what's National. They all share a fleet, so it doesn't matter which one of those. They're all owned by the same one. Right. But anyway, you check in before, so I make all my arrangements beforehand. It's paid for. I have the paperwork. I literally get off the shuttle bus, show the paper to a guy, walk directly to a car, and you get in and you drive. And for me, it's like I pay an average of, I don't know, 20 to $30 a day to rent a car. Right. That, that's it. And so what I want to know is it's, it, to me, it sounds like a redundant offering. Like why would I choose this that seems okay, so to me to be me, more? Let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Why would you punch up a uh, service like Airbnb to get 
a room for a weekend as opposed to going to a hotel? Uh, uh, yeah, just for variety, for something right, else to something do. Something different. So let's just say that, let's say that BMW goes full hog on this and it comes all the way around and it's all of a sudden it's available in, uh, on actual BMW cars. You go, well, you know, I'm going to go to whatever city. I'm going to go to Kansas City this week. I need a car. Hey, let's check out this BMW service. Oh, look, here's somebody renting their 7 Series for yeah. the weekend. Yeah. I would love to drive a 7 Series. I've never got to spend any time in a 7 Series. I'm going to go and I'm going to rent that guy's 7 Series. I guess that would make sense. Right? I don't know. That's kind of how I think of it. I don't know. That's usually what I do when I rent cars. Is I look like this. My last trip to Vegas, we had a Cadillac. Um, it was a CT. No, it wasn't a CTS. It was the XTS 4. Mm. Nice. It was loaded. Nav, full on, like air conditioned seats. First car I've ever, you know, rented that had cooled seats. Dude, that's a nice car. Yeah, it was it was very nice, and I I tend to do that DB. So that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And I think if that option were out there, I might go. Oh, hey, look, somebody's renting a, a JCW. Okay, right. I'll give that a shot. Yeah. I'm just saying, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I don't know why BMW decided this. It seems kind of weird to me. I think it's a it pipe dream. Cool. But it seems weird that an automotive manufacturer is coming up with this as opposed to an Uber or a Lyft. My point in the discussion... and I, Like an Airbnb for your car. You guys disagreed with me, but I still made the point. I said, here's why it's going to fail. It just shows that BMW still is so out of touch with their customer base. I agree Be- with that. Because I don't think their customer base... Even BMW people and, and um, Alex, gonna- you've been around BMW people. They're not going to let some stranger drive their car. They're not going to let some stranger drive their $95,000 car. No, no, no. not going to happen. Right. I don't care how magnanimous or, you I, know, I altruistic I they are. I understand what they're trying to do, but I'm, uh, I agree with Todd. I agree with Alex. I'm right in the middle on this one. I, I can't see anybody. Oh, yeah, I've got the 7 Series. I'm not going to use it this weekend. Sure, run it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Chime in in the comments over at Facebook. Will you let feedback? Some, would, you let, would you let somebody rent your car for a weekend or your, a week? Your Mini Cooper. Your Mini Cooper. Yeah, your Mini Cooper. Like you're going to be out of town for for four days, and somebody wants to come in for the weekend. They're like, oh, I'm a complete stranger, but this is all you know through some service, and we monitor it, and yada yada yada. Would you let a complete stranger take your car out and do whatever they want with it for the weekend while you're gone? Yeah. Let us know. Not Let only us. not only no, but hell no is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> so if you disagree with me, please chime in. Let us know if if you would do that. I'm really curious. I'm on both sides of that particular fence, so I, I've given up. Yeah. <laughs> Just All saying. Right. Um, and I think with that, we are yes, completed sir. for the evening. Yes. So I want to remind you guys about one more thing. It is... Automobile, automobile event season, as I've already mentioned. Mini takes the states right around the corner. Literally around the corner. It starts when? Uh, starts July 9th. Most of you heard you booked your rooms, like 18 rooms in every city along the way. So, awesome. But you need more stuff for Mini Take States. You're not ready yet. You're just, you're so close. You can taste it, but you're missing that one thing. And you know what that one thing is, friends? I'm going to tell you. You don't have your Mini Takes the States graphics yet. From motoringstripes.com. First of all, you get the door magnet. You got to get one of those. You got to have the door magnet. I mean, you don't want to be that guy without the door magnet. But if you do, 
you can now get the official badge, the the Motoring Stripes badge, the the badge that goes on the badge, you know, the little badge holder thing on the front of your car, available now as well. And the limited edition, we've done this every year for Mini Takes the States. The numbered ones? Yeah, these are the ones, they're individual. This year, the series is, we upped it a little bit. Normally we do 250, but this Mm -hmm. year we went with a more mini number. We went with 370. I like that. Because this is going to be the biggest mini takes to states ever. There's such demand. We are always sold out. And I had so many people complaining. They're like, oh, well, I, you know, you sold out before you got the so-and-so, you know, like we'd sell out by, by the time we got to the second stop, right? They were all gone. And literally that happened every year. So I decided this year we're putting them online. So you can buy these. We're, I'm putting two thirds of them online. A third of them I'm saving for the trip to sell on the trip. So they're not going to all sell out here, but they are after they've been on sale one day. And by the time you hear this, if they're still available, you better get one of the limited edition ones if you want it. Right. Over at Moaning Stripes. Here is the biggest news. Until May 8th. And this is huge. This is, it's, it's Never huge. been done by, by, uh, uh, by Motoring Stripes or Motoring Badges. Um, free shipping with the coupon code MTTS. There you all, go. Use the coupon code of MTTS during checkout at motoringstripes.com. And it's free shipping and through May 8th. Todd will ship your uh, Mini Takes Estates stuff to you free of charge until May 8th. That's right. And Just and basically, it's it's 10 days, of, 10 days of free shipping in honor of 10 years of MTTS. Oh, see, look at that. 370, 10 and 10. See, look at Todd. Isn't he just clever? Mr. Numerology this year. <laughs> Mr. Numerology over at motoringstripes.com. Come, go over there, do that now. You know, if you if while you're there, you want something else, maybe you get the Countryman boot protector strip, which is super dope. You want some stripes, you can get that. Ping Todd, he'll even sell you a white roof radio sunroof, sunroof delete kit. Um, and he'll send you the graphics. You can install them yourself. Save a couple dollars there. But make sure that you do use that coupon code MTTS for any of your mini, mini takes estates stuff, graphics, and you get them shipped for free. Yep. Dope. Love it. Uh, again, our friends over at Motoring Shops, Todd, motoringstripes.com, because you know, blank is boring. Yes, it is. But we're done. Alex, did you have anything else? Um, let me think. I think I'm all set. I'm all set. Todd, did you have anything else? Um, oh, I have lots of things, but no, they'll they'll wait till next week. <laughs> okay, good job. Uh, and we missed Chad this week. He had a concert to go to or something. So, um, go, <sighs> go to over to Chad. Go, I think he's go, at the go. Britney Spears concert. Uh, but hey, it's actually One Direction. But I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> 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 go click over to Detroit Tune. If you and if you're within minutes of Chad, you know if you're within three hours of Chad Shop, he does all your work anyway. I know he does because he's been busier than a one-legged man in a butt kicking contest this week. So well done, people, for keeping Chad busy. We love that. Uh, that again, DetroitTune.com. But otherwise, we are done for the night. Uh, this is where I do like to make the funny clicking sound, and then I say. Questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead, click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. But until next week, gang, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. Adelco. Adelco.